Welcome to the podcast, guys. Today, we're doing a special. We're actually podcasting out in nature. We're in Sparks Lake in a beautiful state of Oregon. It's our first time here, and whoever's watched on YouTube, thank you for checking us on YouTube. Make sure you leave a comment if you like where we're at. There's two beautiful mountains behind us, if you can see, or as you can see. And if you're listening, maybe you could hear the mountains, but probably not very well. You should probably check us out on YouTube. There we go. So, if you're looking, or if you're wondering where why we are here so we're taking a little rv trip for the past two weeks and we're just exploring the pacific west it's amazing it's a good time we've been mostly eight months in california and mm. now we're kind of trailing up north and seeing everything the terrain is completely different it's more luscious there's no palm trees the weather is different we went today from 40 degrees in the morning to hang out at crater lake down to or up to 70 degrees, 60 degrees here at Sparks Lake. So it's mm -hmm. been a nice change of pace, and it's, it's beautiful how nature is. Yeah, it's been amazing. Our journey started from San Francisco. We actually rented an, an RV from El Monte. If you guys are curious on our RV trip or, or how we do things or a few guides that we created for you guys while traveling, well, I'm sure we're going to link them down in the notes section, in the show notes, and also on YouTube. This is all going to be vlogged for you guys, whoever's, whoever's you know, tuning into YouTube with this whole experience, this whole, weeks, this whole two weeks. Is going to be on youtube and like it's cool that we make it for for like everyone that's watching and listening but i also enjoy doing it for myself just so you can look back and think like damn i was there i did that or because you forget sometimes about places that, that you went the things you've, you've done and the vlog gives us a, a chance to to not only showcase it but also have it for our memories for our future generation and future kids and it's just so amazing i agree with you so why nature why do you choose to take a travel nursing break and hop in nature? Oh yeah, just start off, the beauty of travel nursing compared to like staff nursing is you're basically a freelancer and you can take these little vacations whenever you, you really want in between contracts. And the reason why I decided to spend it in, in nature is because it's something that I don't see every day. Something like this is not available to me compared to somebody that lives over here, especially when we come from the Midwest where we have just flatlands, prairie lands, we have corn, we have wheat, and it's just flat. And you don't see things like this. You had Lake Michigan, but that's basically city. And Lake Michigan and the Great Lakes around us don't give justice to lakes like Spark Lake and even Lake Tahoe. They don't compare. Michigan's a beautiful lake. Lake Ontario is a beautiful lake. All the Great Lakes are beautiful. But compared to Tahoe and like Spark Lake like this, where you can just chill, roam around, walk the whole thing in a circle, it's just, it's just you know, just lost for words. I agree with you, yeah. And that's what's so beautiful about travelers. And just like I mentioned, yeah, you can go explore and one thing about nature is we're so interconnected on the internet right and at the same time we're disconnected so nature kind of helps ground you i feel like that's that's what's so soothing to me to be outside supposedly earth nature operates at like 432 frequencies and that is actually a frequency that i believe you wake up it goes from alpha to beta and it's actually calming it's nurturing so like just being out here just doing a hike just listening to the lake, the wind, everything is just kind of calms you down. It definitely grounds you in a, in a very different way, especially because a lot of the nature things that we, that we see or, you know, you watch on video, on Netflix, and we see all the view, scenic views, even on YouTube, even, even us, you don't know this stuff is available to you unless you, you really go there. Like, yeah, there's video and there's photographs, but it does not give it justice. Like, you should definitely leave and go explore something. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to drive hours and days away I'm sure you have something available in, your, in like your backyard and it's just so grounding. Like when we first started this RV trip and we had no service, I was like, oh shit, I have, I have no phone. What am I supposed to do? Like I was almost impatient in just sitting back in the RV. 
And it, that just shows you how connected we are to, to our phone, to our electronics. And just taking that phone away or, you know, the TV, the remote or whatever, and just taking it away, you, you almost forget what you could do without it because you don't know what else to do without it because at home you're always on your phone. You always have something to look at. There's always some stimulation. Yeah. And then when you have no service, you're like, damn, I have nothing to look at besides these, these four windows. And you start to appreciate it more because like you said, like our, our, one of our side windows, it has like a, it's like a bigger window. And you said it's a 24 hour TV. Yeah. Like why not enjoy it? You're, like you're in it. You can't use your phone because there's, there's no service. There's no Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You just, you know, breathe in the outdoor air and you just, just chill and not be stimulated by electronics all the time. Yeah, it's, it's kind of relaxing. It's kind of cool too when you do lose service and you don't have that option of playing the slot machine on your apps and on your phone. You realize how plugged in addicting you are to that. Yeah, it's like a little dopamine fix. You really don't know what to do without yeah. it. Yeah, and and like the first time it happened, I lost service before, but of course it's new every single time. I was like on an app without even the internet and I'm just like whoa what am I doing mm -hmm. but you just, you just so subconsciously programmed to just going on these damn apps yeah yeah it's and like even so with like apps before bed I would always go on my phone and here you don't have a chance to and my recovery is great I'm, I'm sleeping good like last night you guys heard like noises that's stuff like a rock and usually I wake up a few times and even according to my whoop band I had less disturbances yesterday than I do on average which is Pretty, pretty significant noting that you, you, both you and Luke woke up because you guys were hearing noises all night basically, right? And I, I didn't wake up. That means I was probably so tired or just relaxed for the first time in my sleep. Yeah, there was a bunch of people partying outside. That's what, that's exactly what was going on. And there was a, at one point there was a girl screaming. I was like, oh shit, God forbid she's getting raped or something. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's just young people in the forest just having a party. Yeah, and it's, it's scary. Like at night, it's super scary because during, during the day, it's kind of... It's, it's peaceful, it's calm, it's not too nerve-wracking because you can, you can see what's in front of you. But at night when it's just pitch darkness and there's nobody on the road, there's nobody in the campsite, you know, you're just at nature's disposal at that point. Whatever comes at you, it, it, that's it. Because if I can't see more than six feet in front of me and I got like a bear coming at me, I'm pretty much toast. Yep. You know, not to scare you guys about going to the wild. It's very unlikely to happen, but it's just things that go through your brain. Like when you, like one time we had to, like when we pulled in initially to, I forgot which camp, camp spot it was, but we saw that bear and we wanted to look through our bags to get a few things out of our bags, but we're like, no, never mind, we're not going to do it yeah, because you couldn't see anything and we literally saw a bear, we pulled in. So we're just like, all right, well, this is it. We're just going to chill inside for a little bit because you're in a campsite and these are national parks and state parks and they're, they're huge. So you're, you're going to walk into or run into some kind of animal at, at some point, even on the road, you, ran, you almost ran into a bear and... No, it's just, it's, it's very, it makes you feel almost small because you're very vulnerable here. You are small, you're a speck of dust. You're nothing, you're like, like you are, it's you and the elements. Like if I was to be out, out in a wild for, for a day, I would survive, but it gave me like a month or a week, I'd probably struggle through it. I probably would get eaten by, I, I don't know anything about, about nature, so all I do is enjoy these views, you know? And it's cool because when you go out in nature, you're very, you're very vulnerable, especially at night. That's why night's always so cool because there's, you can't see anything and they're just animals doing their thing. And yeah. my animals are nocturnal, so they're the ones moving out around at night while we're sleeping. Yeah, I would also love to have the perspective of somebody that is like an outdoorsman. I call myself an outdoorsman. I love to travel and explore, but the real hardcore guys know how to look at a tree and know how to cut it a specific way or what berries to pick. I think I would really appreciate nature so much more. Not that I'm not already, but it'd be cool to understand it. Have the education background, just like, knowledge. Yeah, just like, for example, our our friend, you know, Luke, he 
he, he spins, he plays music, he produces it, you know? And over these eight, eight past months, you've learned how to play on the mix table. Mm-hmm. Now you learn how to appreciate music so much more. Yeah. You, you, you liked music before too, but now it just changes the game. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool to dive into more in nature throughout my lifetime. That'd be definitely a cool goal. Yeah. And, and for those that are listening, I really encourage everyone to go outside and take a mini getaway, mini trip, maybe a nursing student, nurse, or just somebody tuning in. Just take some time away from whatever you're doing that's repetitive because you don't even understand how or what of a cycle you are until you just pop out of that comfort zone. Mm. And you just, yeah, just like Peter said, you were antsy in a way. You didn't notice that before, but now all of a sudden there's new, these new, new experiences, new emotions come into play and you could just learn so much as a person. Like you have no idea how much you learn. We're only on week one. We're, we're actually on day, day number five out of 14 on this RV trip. Imagine how much more you're gonna already learn about yourself, mm. taking this time away dedicating it to nature yeah that's really cool i like the fact you brought that point about learning more about about nature about certain plants like i would love to go on a camping trip or a hike with somebody that's very knowledgeable on that where you're doing a trail that they've done a few times and they know what grows there and they point stuff out like this is you know a hibiscus root or whatever you know and they that's like yeah that's out of our that's out of our school practice you could say like i could talk about nursing you could talk about nursing medicine science health nutrition and wellness but they they have a completely different background that's just so awesome that's yeah. why that's why the world is so cool and that's why nature matters this way and this this con- continuous press or continuous shift in creating and trying to make us almost identical to each other trying to make us and conform to certain values and beliefs and certain ways of thinking that's going opposite of where we should be going because you know society is in a giant push where okay okay i was like i was wondering things. where you're taking this I'm like okay hold on, we're yeah. talking about society cool yeah because yeah. <laughs> you know uh we're in this societal push where you say something that that might be obsolete to you but somebody gets offended for it and it gets blown out of proportion just because you said something the wrong way or you said the wrong words you know not meaning it and it's always so mind-blowing that Do you remember the phrase, have, sticks, sticks and stones will break my bones, yeah, but all of a sudden words Yeah, but now. I don't necessarily talk about words. I'm talking about, like, the conformation of, like, society into, like, one way of thinking because yeah. this is the best way to think. That, that like, takes us out of, out of our skin because as humans, we're part of nature, and nature is different yeah. all around, right? That's what makes it grow. If there was only one type of tree, you wouldn't have trees around the world, right? You wouldn't have trees in one location yeah. because they wouldn't be able to grow. Same with humans. If you all think the same and you all do the same, you're only going to be able to grow in one direction and, and only through like one system. Compared to when you have different thoughts, different ideas, you can grow collectively in, in a group and function in society because like look at the trees, like there's a bunch of different species of trees in here, right? And they're all able to function together somehow. You know, why can't we function together? Yeah. They all have different purposes, they all, all take right. in different sunlight, different amount of water, but they're all able to still make this ecosystem work, right? Yeah. Two, ver- two good points from what you're saying. So it, being individualistic is very, very important. We shouldn't lose that as society. And we are, correct? You're saying we're conforming, we're becoming more similar. Because all of a sudden we're racist. This is happening. We do not stop hate speech. We have to all think the same. One viewpoint. Everything else gets censored. You better think this. Genders are a problem. Now we call everybody they, that, right? It's, it's, it's weird. And just like a tree is growing next to another tree, they're not comparing themselves, right? It, that tree doesn't exist and they're just all in synchronization with themselves. We could do the same thing as humans. We just have to learn how to 
get past that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I was reading a lot of stuff online and this is just a opinion, but I do believe that we as like a human species, we are gaining consciousness. We are waking up to there's some kind of shift that's happening in the universe that's making us more aware, maybe some people more than others. And that's why, for example, like what we're working on, the whole Frontline Warriors, that's why it's so significant to me because I, I noticed the confirmation that's happening in society and it's like, whoa, there's no way to stop it. You're seeing it more and more. The whole China thing, the whole John Cena thing we're witnessing, it's just getting really, really sketch. Yeah. And I feel like we're almost like putting up a front, putting up a movement to help combat that. Because ultimately, if we just become more conscious from this trans and all this stuff that's happening, we could all learn to love each other. Yeah. And that's the secret there's, there's, for the world. That's the secret. And like a lot of people that, that I meet, I prefer meeting people with different viewpoints, different opinions. Just, just because like, we like to hear the same thing over and over again and like to have our beliefs and values reinforced. And like a good challenge sometimes, like a good, good debate, a good argument. It make, makes me think because that's like the only way you're going to grow as a, as a person too. Because if you hear the same thing over and over again, that's the reinforce that that almost reinforces ignorance in a way. If you grow up in one city your your whole life, and that city has one specific specific belief, like I'd say, like the Amish, for example, not to you know pick on the Amish or, or rather pick on the like Polish that. people. And even though, yeah, so you could even even do Polish like marriage. People. Yeah, you could do that. So with, with Polish people, so. Ideally, in a Polish community, everyone is, is, is born a Catholic and they have their own values and they have their own opinions. And a lot of things with the church and Polish society, I don't really see eye to eye with, right? And, but I was raised in, in that environment. And people that are consistently raised in an environment, they, they just keep harnessing these echo chambers, right? These, or sorry, these echo chambers. And that's how societies and cities and towns fall because they're not able to grow and expand. There's, re- there's a reason why, over the years, the Catholic Church becomes more and more lenient. Because they have to adapt to society, society's norms. Right? Because yeah. it's, not, it's not... We don't live in a time where, like, say, there was a time in history where the Catholic Church ruled basically everything. Yeah, and the right? thing was, is there was only one source of media. Exactly. Which was the church. Yeah. Therefore, everybody just thought the same. Now yeah. there's the internet. Yeah, which is... Which you think about it, if you want to control a society, that's... the best way to go at it is do do those kind of things the things that the catholic church did back in the day the things that other religions did back in the day uh all those i'm not i'm not thinking catholicism i think catholic catholics are great i consider myself catholic but that's a problem if you keep conforming to to these only these certain ideologies over time it's going to fall apart and, and break it's not going to last you longevity wise so that's why this giant push for trying to be all identical all universal all all, all equal all the same to every minute detail, it's going to lead to literally our downfall of the United States of America. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen. I think people are going to realize because there's no growth in in conformatism. There's, there's no growth there. If you're going to keep following the book as is forever, then who's going to write another chapter? How's it going to to expand? What if you know people that wrote the Bible just stopped at at the Old Testament and said this is it? Yeah. What if you? control the people or they never have the ability to learn how to write that new chapter that's right it's crazy and, and that's also scary yeah. too that, that's scarier for the for the leaders because yeah. if i want you to always be under my control i'm not going to teach you how to expand your mind yes but then that's going to screw me over because guess what a leader at a different a king in another country that's going to be for his people and allow them to educate themselves and speak freely 
he's going to eventually overtake me because yeah. I could only hold you down for so long before somebody starts asking questions and right. people start people and then people go missing and then people are asked, hey, why is he missing? And then that's how it you know, happens. Yeah, I, I want to talk about um, opinions and social conf confirmation because that's with the poll a little bit. But taking back to what you're saying, like if I were to picture our current society, like in this med medieval type of thing where there's kings and queens and stuff, if you think about it, they already kind of castrized men where men are so weak where it, and I'm not bashing against women. I believe all sexes are equal. But for example, man, right? He's the, the, the rule in the way, the kingdom, the taker, the giver, right? He takes life and death. Mm -hmm. Alexander, all these conquerors. If you think about it, our current society like demasculized men created toxic masculinity where all these men can't empower themselves to pick up that pen and write that chapter. Yeah. So now you have conf confirmation on a greater level. And I'm not saying that a female can't do that, but I'm just talking about medieval terms, right? Just picturing that vision. But let's be honest. Like, I'm sure everybody could agree that there are some things that men are more fit, fit for and females are more fit for. Yeah, just biologically. Just biologically, like, just right? Technically, according to now, gender doesn't exist. So you got to be careful what you say there, Pete. Yeah. But, but according to what I believe, I believe there's biology exists in male and female, just mm. like there's masculine and feminine. That's the way, you, the way universe operates. Yeah, that's why it's so Ingy weird. Yank. Yeah, you hear all this like giant push for feminism and you, they want to make make females more masculine, males more more female. That's like, that's that whole shift towards like one. Yeah, that's what it is. There's no more male or more female, there's just like one person. Right. And I'm not sure how far they're going to take this because I'm sure on a biological level, there's somebody envisioning human, humans being, be able to, being able to choose from if I want to bear children or if I don't. Yeah. I feel like there's some crazy people out there that are thinking that one day there's going to be just humans on this earth that are able to to reproduce based on if they want to or not. Like I'm, yeah. like, I'm male and I could decide whether to give birth or not. Like yeah, imagine that weird. that kind of biological change where we keep pushing towards. I mean, this would take thousands, hundreds, even millions of years yeah. years to to happen. Like what we learned from well, from um, other scientists that that, that yeah. explored the Galapagos, how genes evolve over time. Like you could theoretically push ourselves to that to that point. It's going to take years and years yeah, and years. And we years, we are right. So you know how they're moving. You can't call somebody parents, or you can't call brother and sister. Now it's going to be just sibling. Mm -hmm. They're switching these terms in our school system. So for the next decade or two, we're still going to refer to somebody as brother and sister. But the next three, four, five decades, that's when the confirmation confirmation is going to switch. It's going to be sibling, and you're going to be calling them sibling, parent. It's not going to be. Female, male, mother, father. She's gonna be sibling, parent. Oh, yeah. You think that's gonna go away? Huh? You think that's gonna go away? Well, I mean, they're changing the law, but it's just gonna take time. It's just like your grandparents. They they still think about one specific aspect of their reality, yeah. right? It's it's like God or religion. Now you switch, but now you're still thinking about it. It's just oh, you know how they say stories back in the day. So this and that. Well, grandpa, now it's different. Now I'm gonna call it Uber. I ain't gonna walk seven right. miles, right? <laughs> yeah. Perspective. They just don't see it like that. I don't and, know. I I don't know. I, th I think we're going. I don't know. I don't. I can't personally see a world where we get rid of the term mother and father. I feel like humans need to differentiate between certain things. I, I hope not. So that's where the push is going. But that's why I'm. You know, we're starting a conscious movement. I'm helping people wake up more and realizing to like what's happening. Even like last year, man. There's just like some weird shit happening. Things see things seem more Hollywood on freaking mm -hmm. TV more than ever, and it just makes you question like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, and even if so, even if it's like two two guys or or two women, like I, 
it's completely okay to say two fathers and two mothers. Yeah. Right. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to take this agenda route here. Yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, into this story. And the next thing I wanted to talk about was the whole uh, opinions of others and social confirmation, right? So, specifically about Polish people, right? Let me just give an example. So, we are forced, not forced, but our parents mm-hmm. in the Polish culture would like us to get married early on or to find somebody. My grandma has been asking me, "Where's my girlfriend?" You know what I'm saying? It's it's a soul. It's a social thing. It's an mm-hmm. expectation of you to bring somebody, marry somebody in that time frame of age. So mostly, as a, as I don't care about those opinions, right? I understand my truth and how my direction of life is. But those people, if you care so much about that opinion, you're going to conform to that. And maybe that's not going to ultimately make you happy. If you're happy getting married early and you find somebody, go ahead, right? Mm-hmm. But if necessarily I'm not happy and I can't find somebody, I shouldn't you know, run around and start swiping and looking, you know, around this lake here looking for somebody just because my family wants something from me. Right. And that's the whole thing about social, you know, confirming of getting married early or having kids. And like, it's just, it's like you're born into this world already given a name, technically a gender, a school, everything's already handed to you. And it's like almost we have to like kind of unprogram and think about what we want, what actually works for us, what was given to us that's not necessarily us, but a thing from society, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's crazy because, like you said, you're born into this world with, with a name your parents give you, with a gender that, that you're randomly assigned to. And then also, you're also born with these expectations that your parents have of you. Yeah. When you come out of, out of your mom's womb, I'm sure your dad and your mom has like a vision, like, my son's going to do this, he's going right. to do that. You know, and then you come out and you're like, not the best kid, you know, in, in, in school and you get yelled at a lot. And then, and then the other thing is like you're born with almost the societal pressures, societal norms. Like Matt was saying, mo- majority of Polish people at our age, they're usually married by now. And there's always this constant push, I would say after the age of like 23. After you probably finish school, your parents will be like, all right, next step for you is to get a girlfriend and get married. Yep. That's, that's how it goes. You know, you're, you're, you're born, you go to school, you get a good job, and you get married, you start down and you have kids. That, that's basically... The path to life for a Polish person. Path life to many, shit, yeah. right? Path life, life to many, but you no. Know, given our situation, is, yeah. is for sure the Polish people because our parents don't really care too much about us building a business or us trying to, let's say, progress in school or try yeah. to get the best grades or try to be a valedictorian or a CEO of a company or move up, the, move up the, like the, the the corporate ladder. They don't understand that really yeah. to an extent. They just want you to secure that job and then rest, make a family, and then you move on, which is pretty simple. And that correlates directly with like our, our genes and, and, our, and our human habits, right? We're, we're born to reproduce, right? Yeah. And, our, and our parents, and our parents, I guess, the path to success, to success and, uh, and like the end goal for them is to just settle down and have kids and reproduce. And that's basically how genes in that area of Europe where our parents were born in, that's how, that's how it's functioned. Yep. You know, compared to here in the United States where a lot of my... My, my American friends that were born here for a long time, you know, their parents aren't pushing them to get married, settle down. They're pushing them to go through school, to, to get a career, to get a job. Yeah, you know, so like, I, I don't, I rarely, I rarely ever hear an American friend tell, tell me that, yeah, their, their mom or joke around their parents to push them to get married or anything yeah. like that. You know, it's only like a Polish thing. And, and that's why that whole individualism thing is very important because, you know, you have your intuition, your moral compass, and you start figuring out more about yourself. And it's almost like, I'm going to, use an example as an onion there's there's layers and maybe not all not every layer that the person that you are that you think you are is you 
sometimes those layers were given by society, by your parents, by whatever it is. And that's the whole point of just kind of unprogramming yourself from society, school, maybe your parents, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say your parents raised you to be passive aggressive, right? That's okay. That's how your maybe mother or father was. I accept the way that they raised me the best to their knowledge and ability. I love them for that. But now it's my work not to be a victim and undo those layers, right? Mm -hmm. That's 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 how I kind of see things. Yeah, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't try to think of your situation as in this happened to me, so now I have this. Like of yeah, course that, that that's that's it's good to to look back at that to understand where these emotions, these actions, these thoughts come from. But it's not going to solve the problem of it. You're that's basically you're you're locating a book. Let's just say you're trying to let's say you're trying to fix a sink, right? You thinking back and understanding how things affected you in your past and coming to that realization of how it affects you and how it forms you to the person you are today. That's like the plumber picking up and finding that book in the library about plumbing. And then, then, and then he reads that book. That reading that book is your understanding of where that came from. And then the plumber fixing the sink, that's you actually changing your thoughts and emotions by changing your behaviors and actions because you ultimately know what happened, what caused it, and now you know that it's there and you're in control of it. Yeah. So it's basically like, like you're reading a book, you know? It's literally how it is. You're picking out a book, you're reading it, you're learning from it, and then you're taking that lesson and applying it to your life. You make a very good point. And to kind of wrap up these points and that's why we're so passionate about like starting like frontline warriors because we've realized from our own experience our own failures and everything that you know we're doing and that mosquito right here bro there we go that that we're doing is just like not everybody has the same path and it's okay to be individual and different and we all come could come together to be a more conscious society and ultimately that's what's going to help feed it in a positive way especially into in a world full of dark, right? You've got to feed it love. And the best, the best way to breed consciousness is to, first off, make yourself more conscious, understanding yourself and applying and applying certain theories, applying certain aspects, certain changes to your life and you actually changing and then you understanding the fact that, hey, you're able to change and spreading that knowledge to other people. You're teaching other people that, that hey, I changed by doing this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. Here's like a blueprint. I can tell you how I did it. You can try it. And that's the beauty of it that you can provide it for somebody and they could try it and it might work perfectly for them. Or they could take your theories, your concepts, your ideas, and they could shape and mold it with their own dis discretion into their own own puzzle and that'll change their lives. So you're just, so the whole thing about being conscious is basically, you know, kind of about finding yourself, but not necessarily about finding yourself because- You're already there. Because you're already there. You has got to go through the layers. Yeah, you just gotta, yeah, go through the layers. You, you have to act on a thing that you like and don't act and react to the things you don't like. Because we have all these pressures in society and and people are telling us what we should like, what we should, shouldn't like, how we should act, how we should think, how we should speak. And then you come out into nature and realize, hey, there's nobody else here. None of this Tell, shit matters. Doesn't matter. There's nobody telling me how to do things, how to pose, how to take a picture, how to write something, how to you yeah. know change a foley or anything like that. It just, it's just, it makes you appreciate yourself because all you, only thing you have here is, your, is yourself. That's the beauty of nature is, that's when people go out in nature to discover themselves is because there's nothing over here telling you what to do. You don't have the birds whispering in your ear. You don't have the bear, you know, nudging your shoulder. Hey, do this, do that. This looks dumb. There's nothing here but you and your thoughts. Yep. And it's really, it's really secluding and it's really refreshing because you really get to understand the way you think and the way you truly think because there's no other sources of information here. There's nobody else talking to you and it's just you. And it's something that everybody should do multiple times a year. 
in, in their lifetime just to refresh them and just reground. And like Matt says, you know, be more present in, in the source because we really are minuscule. And people would try to, try to, you know, micromanage you or try to change your opinions based on their opinions. And it's really meaningless because your opinion is your opinion and it's your thoughts and it's the way you see things. Everyone lives a different life, lives a different journey, came through to this point in time, living life completely differently. And you, know, you shouldn't have them change your core values because they haven't done what you've done. Yeah. You know? So just do you, be you, and go do some exploring once in a while. And ultimately that is toxic, meaning it radiates to other people and other people like see your energy and see how different you are and you're happy and they're, they're going to be attracted to that and you could spread that goodness into the world and that's what we're trying to do yep. one person at a time one soul at a time i like this episode mm-hmm. out of nature this was completely unplanned and we just started talking and yeah nature created this episode for us in a way <laughs> yeah really really for real. this is, view is like amazing there's literally two mountains behind us with snow on it and we literally like matt said in the beginning of the episode we went through a snowfall yesterday. We got snowed in yesterday. It was raining in the morning. There was fog. We were dressed up in coats, jackets, hats. And then we literally drove for like an hour. And now we're in t-shirts. And we were we had shorts a little bit ago, but now we're sitting yeah. on, on wood. But for all the travel nurses listening out there, I think it's about time everyone took a break from a travel nurse contract. And by the time this episode airs, it'll be June, July-ish. Ideal time to you know, get your tan going, take a break. Take a month off, take two weeks off, take two months off, three months off. Just take something off. We've all been working hard during COVID-19 and, and we all could use a break. I agree, man. And if you guys want to see more information about us, cupofnurses.com. We are frontlinewarriors.com for the movement that we're starting. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you guys. We're going to go back into this beautiful view in the back. And make sure to check out the vlog on YouTube, Cup of Nurses. Peace.